Fast forward. Already the hardest working man in grime, Mr. Mitch is out there in a lane of his own making. Words by Will Pritchard. Mr. Mitch doesn't have a Venga Boys tattoo. Not yet, anyway. I'm very tempted, he says, a chuckle masking the seriousness of his consideration. If he did get one, it would go on his forearm. I'm trying to wear my interest on my sleeve, he explains, letting people know that I'm not embarrassed to be into this and I'm going to be pursuing it even more. If this sounds like a curveball from an artist best known for his tender explorations of fatherhoods and for responding to grime war dubs with peace edits, just listen to the aptly titled Speeds, the heady Eurodance banger that closes his latest EP, Work, and you'll understand his logic. For the past 12 years, Mr. Mitch, aka Mars Mitchell, has occupied an unusual space in UK dance music simultaneously claiming the kind of grime scene credentials that many would trade a limb for, beats for Skepta, Trim, Manga, co-founder of London's influential Box Night, and releasing albums of emotive, pared-back pop that you could find next to Sampha, Blue Daisy, or even James Blake, in his less soppy moments. Reconciling the two strands of his output is something Mitchell has never sought to do before. His Bandcamp bio perhaps sums it up best. Sometimes music to make you dance, sometimes music to make you cry. I can never make my mind up. Feeling the loss of club spaces throughout the pandemic, though, Mitchell found himself wanting to make stuff that was a bit more functional. He loves DJing, but it's rarely his own music on his USBs. I never play my own music in the club, says Mitchell, because it's never been purposefully designed for that. But he hasn't found his route easy. Still in the middle of an elongated move from London to Kent, which he began in lockdown, he no longer has a dedicated studio, so he's back to working in his bedroom, his kit concealed inside an Ikea wardrobe. Whereas I've always just let stuff fall out my fingers when I'm touching the keyboards, this takes more processing power to actually think about how it's going to work in a club, he explains. Hence the name of his latest EP. Its capitalised exclamation mark title is as much a cry of frustration as it is a command to himself. The release comprises of four careening yet carefully engineered peak timers that span wonky acids, hazy rude boy two-step, tripped out Jersey club, and then pulsing Wenger-esque and triple E speeds. The artwork, sketched by Mitchell while drawing with his five-year-old son, one of three children, number four is on the way. The pics a slightly crazed-looking oval of a man. The rub of dry felt-tip pens, giving him a look that, in many ways, captures the fuzzy excesses of the club. While these are still Mr. Mitch songs, the delicate vocal touch, deliberate pop structures, a penchant for the odd squeaky synth, they reflect a new working process that's both freer and more hands-on, bringing the previously separate songwriting and performance elements of Mitch's work closer together. I'm changing things on the go, a bit more live and recording that as it happens, he says, explaining how he's relying less on pointing and clicking at a laptop and more on analogue kit and automation. I'm doing a lot more of my hands and it really helps to get me in that same place when I'm DJing and trying to make these different energies change when I'm in a club set. Mitchell has been writing songs ever since he pulled a free music production CD-ROM from a cereal box at the age of 11. He got his hands on a copy of Fruity Loops a year later. His dad's, Richard Mitchell, played guitar on Lovers Rock Records in the 80s and 90s, sharing studio time with a pioneering mad professor and, on occasion, tried to encourage young Miles down the six-string route. But, 
as is often the way with headstrong adolescents, this ultimately did more to send Mitchell down his own path towards the swung drums and sweet coos of UK Garage. These are the memories that return to Mitchell now, as his eldest child reaches the age at which he first took an interest in music. He betrays quiet pride in the fact that, alongside big ballads and the odd pop song, his son Milo, who will soon be at secondary school, has alighted on a taste for jungle and grime. Meridian Dan's German Whip is a current favourite. I did try to give him a grime history lesson a few years ago, and he was just like, I'm not really into music history, says Mitchell, laughing off the burn. In time though, Milo will learn of the role his dad and box played in stoking the coals for the mid-2010s grime resurgence. One bit of grime lore has it that novelists and mum dancers, weightless, abrasive, take time, a staple of the box nights which showcase the outer reaches of instrumental grime, inspired Skepta to revisit the grime template for That's Not Me and the Mercury Prize winning Konichiwa, prepping the runway for Stormzy, Dave and AJ Tracy. When Box came to an end in September 2021, the eulogies poured in, but by its very nature, it was never going to last forever. I think it had its moment, says Mitchell. At the time, people were really trying to just push club music into weirder directions, and I always loved that we were a part of that. People always look at stuff retrospectively in a romantic way, and it's cool that Box is something that could be spoken about in the same way as Night Slugs or Forwards, in terms of the impact it had, even for people that didn't necessarily go. But it was actually, at the time, just a really cool moment when a lot of really new fun, exciting stuff was getting made. He cites conductors' garage parties and the 160 BPM jungle sound, sported by the likes of Shirelle and Tim Reaper, as breaking new grounds, but doesn't yet recognise anything with the envelope-pushing edge that stirred those first box parties at the now-closed Peckham Palais and, since shuttered, birthdays in Dalston. Despite a lack of available venues to experiment in, however, the music that finds its way into the gobstopper inbox, his label which quietly turned 10 in 2020, has him feeling more sanguine about the near future of nightlife and the possibility of more catalyst-like boxed appearing. I feel like there's one more due to come. No longer responsible for running a club night and having recently wrapped up a day job at Apple Music, Mitchell has found himself with more time to work on writing songs. Well, Relatively speaking, time becomes figurative when you're running around after three kids. Emails from Mitchell arrive in the smallest of hours. I consider the night time to be my work time, he says. Weekends are spent doing daddy daycare for his two-year-old daughter. At around 2am, when he does finally put his head down, before waking to take his eldest to school, his iPhone tells him that this schedule does not meet your sleep goal. And yet... Social media highlight reels leave Mitchell feeling like he's not doing enough. Last year's Lazy, his third LP, shuttled between these feelings of guilt and the stern reminders Mitchell has to give himself that he is, in fact, doing plenty. It's pretty hard, but I feel like making music is not just something I do because I want to make money. It's something I do because it's what I am. A musician who makes music and DJs. I don't feel like I can detach myself from that as an identity enough to feel like... All right, I shouldn't make any songs this week. Last summer, he moved the drum machine to the kitchen counter so he could work on songs whilst dinner cooks in the oven. Still, the relative headspace has been welcome. He's been building up a catalogue of new dance floor-focused tunes, leaning further into the mutated house and techno that increasingly form the core of his DJ sets. He started sending out unfinished tracks to labels, 
something he's rarely done since emailing demos for his first LP to Mike Paradinas at Planet Moo, who released his first two albums. And he has two club-ready EPs due for release towards the end of the year. He describes one as an Ibiza EP and the other as a Bergheim EP. Both spots are now on his gigging wish list for 2023. With the shift in tempo, Mitchell has thought about adopting a new moniker. Phantom Dance was a brief frontrunner, but feels confident that he's sufficiently well-known for pushing things forwards and that people will happily come along for the rides. He feels like he's on the cusp of something new. A fourth album is on the way and promises to tie the errant strands of Mr. Mitch closer still. But as he works late into the night, tucked into his wardrobe, he keeps a mantra close by. A few lines of ink tattooed in the crook of his arm. Not a Venga Boys logo, not yet, but a simple reminder written in block capitals. There are no rules. <laughs> 